first person. Huh. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. I'm at the 19th hole, fellowshipping with a few folks. My game was on, so I won by a few strokes. Cognac and a few totes. We gon' talk about our views and let the news post. Whether a hole in one or a triple bogey. Sit down at the round table, get to know me. Black excellence, living holy. Golf carts get driven slowly while we pickin' stogies. We at the clubhouse for another episode. The shoes I wear when I so play, they are retros. I got reach, I can cover reach. This winter season, if we can call it, we don't really have a big change of weather, you know, um, like we don't have a change of seasons, but it's been a little chilly, it's been, you know, it got down to 39 degrees, wow, and that's, yeah, that's cold, that's cold, that's like in the evening times, right? No, like during the day. During the day, it was like 39, 40 degrees. Wow. That's, that's so part what of, I moved to California for. So what part, what part of Cali are you in? I used to live in L.A. Now I'm, uh, I used to live in the city of L.A., but now I'm a little north. I'm in Santa Clarita. So I'm like 40, 40 minutes outside. You guys, Are you guys familiar with, with uh, L.A.? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah. My wife is from LA, and her family moved to uh, Ontario and Rancho Cucamonga. Cuc- Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, I am um, up here by. I don't know if you guys know where Magic Mountain is. Yeah, that's that's where I'm. I am. I'm in okay. Santa Clarita. Okay, okay. I got family in. I guess it would be South LA. Uh, Gardena area. Y'all lighting up? Y'all lighting up cigars? What, what, what y'all smoking? Oh yeah, man, that's what we do. We smoke cigars around here. I love that. I love. I know my man. Okay, I know, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Your names. War- Which one is Warren? Right. Here. Warren Hardy and my man. What is your name? Jay Reed. Jay Reed. I don't know Warren, but I know that I've been talking to Jay over the over the you know over the interweb for the past what year year and a half two Absolutely. years maybe Absolutely. yeah yeah fella I, I'm digging what y'all are doing man I'm um you know I'm digging what y'all are are, are putting down man I appreciate yeah. that so with that with on that note we're gonna go ahead and kick this thing off the right way. Welcome to the 19th hole. I'm your host, Warren Hardy. I got my partner in crime, the golfer bro himself, Jay Reed. And we got uh, none other than the, uh, let me make sure I I get this right. Uh, Is it actor turned golf enthusiast or have you always been the golf enthusiast? But nonetheless, Mr. Michael Ralph, a.k.a. Hackerish Golf. What's going on, fam? Hey, it's it's fantastic. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. It is it is definitely actor turned golfer enthusiast. Cause I'm it's you know, my handle is hackerish. It's not scratcherish. So <laughs> so when, when when people when people see me and I come to some tournaments, they're like, oh man, you suck. I'm like, well, what do you expect <laughs> from hackerish? What do you what do you expect, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> So I, I love the game of golf, man. My brother took me to the driving range um, 20 plus years ago and he put a seven iron in my hand. And after I missed it a few times, right, I swung and I was like, oh, man, this is this is garbage. And then it connected, right? I connected and I actually felt the compression of the ball hit the face of the club. It went through the shaft into my arm and straight to my heart. And I have been chasing that little white ball ever since. Mm. Man. So so you say 20 years ago, that's going to be my next question. So 20 years ago, you put the club in your hand. Right. But, you know, just through the years, because of work, life, the whole nine, you know, you hadn't been playing consistently, right? Because, like I said, you had a pretty good act. You had a pretty successful acting career. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And so, I mean, on that note, me growing up, I remember you. I mean, we're not going to talk about acting here, but I just want to make folks know, right? I remember you from, like, a different world, 
I remember yes, sir. the Bernie Mac show. Yes, that, sir. That type stuff. So you had the career. So when was it in your mind where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start diving into this, this golf world, you know, from playing more consistently to the time you said, okay, you know what? I want to get into branding, hackerish golf, and just launching that movement. Yeah. So for me, that has been a short part of the, you know, process, right? It's been only about maybe, I want to say two years that I've been really saying, okay, I want to do this thing. I want to have a YouTube channel. I want to, you know, I want to share my love for the game of golf because that's, that's really what it is. It's, it's, I, I, I'm very passionate about the game and I want to help try to, in my own little way, grow the game. Not all of us can play basketball and football uh, present, right? So I say, okay, let's, let's swing this golf club and let people understand that, that it's, yes, it's been a good old boys club for years, right? Yep. And, and they're, they have been trying to deny us access. But golf is for everyone. The problem that we're having is that we two problems, really. We kind of see it. Our people, the culture, see it as this, you know, what used to be like this, you know, sissy sport. It's, I don't want to play that sport. I don't, it's golf or it's boring. It's, golf is far from boring. It is, it is one of the most challenging, exciting games that I've ever played in my life. That's and then there, is, then there is the, you know, the money. It's an elitist sport. But if we can help just introduce some of these kids to the yep. game of golf, let's go to the inner cities. Let's go to, you know, Compton. Let's go to Watts. Let's put a club in their hand. Let's let's give them a free clinic. Let's do that kind of thing. Put a club in their hand and see their excitement and see their joy and see if they like it. And let's help them play yeah. the game of golf. That's a that's a that's a very valid point. You said that because, you know, one of the things that Reed and I have been trying to do with different guests on the show. Right. We've been we've been we've been blessed to have people of various careers within golf come on this show. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, playing the game is the introductory part. But there can be there can be a career in this thing, even, yes. if, you, even if you're not, quote unquote, on tour. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. The, you know, there's the coaching, there's working behind the scenes from a manager, management perspective. There's, yes. you, know, you know, if you have, you know, if you go to school for something in agriculture, who knows, you could be managing the greens. Absolutely. That's a huge, that's a huge deal. And so it's, I agree with you 100%, that broadening experience of the game where we haven't necessarily been privy to that. Yeah over the years, all we see is folks playing and knowing yeah. that an average of 60, 70 bucks to go play, play around. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, some of the courses that I play, I'll, I'll be honest with you. They are, I look at some of these green fees and I'm like, are y'all, are y'all kidding me? And y'all do this in rotation, like from, from six o'clock in the morning to, you know, what? The, the, in the in the summertime, it goes all the way to you can get a tea time up until about four o'clock. You know the kind of money these people are making. I mean, it is it's <laughs> mind boggling. You know what I mean? It's mind boggling. We're talking two hundred dollars a hit ahead with four players, every foursome going out. That's eight hundred bucks a pop, dude, all day. I mean, yes, it's a lot of money to take care of the greens and all of that, but come uh, on, man. Yeah. And we can't even get the car grill. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know what's up? you know what's up? Yeah. It's, it's, it is. It's real. So, But I love I love the game, and I just want to share my love of the game. No doubt. So so when did um, – so when was – when was Hackerish born? Mm. When did that – well, why the name and when did that kind of, you know, 
because it's genius, man. That that yeah. hackerish. It's that, catchy. Yeah, yeah. I, love uh, it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hackerish was born. Um, I played with a golfer at I'm from New York originally. And I, I go back home and I play courses like Beth Page Black, right? I played play, play, I played Beth Page Black one time and it was it was in the rain and it was miserable. I don't know if y'all know about Beth Page Black. It is it is one of the hardest courses in the world, period. All right. It has more bunkers than I would like to count. And um, so I'm playing Beth Page, but I'm not playing the back black that day. I'm playing the red. And this was, I want to say this was about four years ago. First, f- first thing I used to, I used to, I came out of a group called golf beef, right? Golf beef was red grant and, um, big Percy, big Percy it w- would run with, um, Snoop Dogg and, and that whole crew. Right. So I used to play with them. And golf beef was a thing. It was, and I thought golf beef was like genius. Golf beef, like, so I'm a Jamaican too, right? So they used to do their videos with, you know, with their their American accent, you know, yo, I'm golf beef, and I was like, yo, why don't I just, you know, big up my Jamaicanisms and just talk about golf beef? I'm not gonna mash them up. I'm not gonna mash them up. Get to know on the golf course. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> so it it started to become big like some of my videos people were really really catching on and i was like okay well maybe i can join you guys and write some stuff and maybe we could you know make this thing bigger make it a a television show whatever i had i had ideas and it didn't really work out with us so they went and they did their thing and i was like well okay i gotta come up with a name what am I going to call it? And I used to say mash them up all the time. Is it going to be the mash them up crew? But I was like, mash them up. That sounds stupid. So I, I didn't use that name. So I said, okay, what am I going to do? So I've been thinking and thinking and thinking. So I go to um, Beth page and I'm playing the red and I pull out of my pocket a red ball on the red. I thought I was being cool and, you know, actually it was being real, real stupid, but um, I'm playing and I'm hitting the ball and I'm very, I'm a hack. Right. So I'm, I'm, every now and then I'm hitting a good shot. So I'm playing with this guy, Louis Salgado, Salgado. I think his name is Louis Salgado. He used to play with Chichi Rodriguez. I don't know if you guys know Chichi Rodriguez, but Chichi used to be a baller. So this guy that I was playing with was a stick. And we get around to the turn of the ninth, tenth hole. And he says, Michael, um, can I can I curse on this? Can I, is it yeah. is it like that? It's all right. He because he, literally he said to me, Michael, don't come out here with no fucking red ball. That shit looks hackerish. And I said, ding 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 ding. I was like, that's my name. So years go by. I'm trying to develop this thing, you know, this hackerish thing. What is it going to be? And it 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 ultimately evolves into really kind of a travel vlog what i do right now i i I share my love what it is i i grow the game of golf one hack at a time so i also introduce people to golf but i also introduce them to some of the greatest golf courses in the world so you know like i said before i'm not scratcherish and i'm not i'm not a total hack so i'm (laughs) hackerish right you know what i'm saying i can hit the ball like i can hit the ball i have a decent game i've broken 80 twice so i got okay. you know what i'm saying i got i'm not yeah. a total hack I mean, but when cats come out there and i come out onto the front of the first tee and i hit it 10 yards to the left they're like oh all right we see it we see it but so, then but, but then the game picks up as the as the whole goes as the court as the round goes <laughs> Absolutely. But the hardest thing that I'm finding right now is because I'm a one man show. I used to roll with these guys called the bro. Well, I still do. I roll with the bogey brothers. Right. So the bogey brothers, they have each other. So when we're out there filming, you know, one of them is on the camera and the other guy can concentrate on his game. And then the other guy's concentrating on his game. The other one's flying the drone. When I go out there, it's just me. So my concentration sometimes is all about trying to get the shot as opposed to trying to get the shot 
on the, you know, with the golf club. I'm yeah. thinking about, you know, oh, this is beautiful. Let's fly this drone over here. Can you stand over here? Let me put this tripod behind you so I can get the shot. Man, I, I you know, like, and all of that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? All that takes you out of the, yeah. you don't. I feel that. So, because I feel like stuff. Because there have been times where we've played and we're so into the game. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm read, I'm read how you feel it. Hey, hey, man, you know, just, I'm, I'm in my zone right now. You know, I'm, and I, I know he, we have, we've been golfing long enough now. It's like, I know when to leave him alone. You know, he just, right. you don't have, have to say nothing to me. So it's like, yes. Yes. okay, cool. I'll just, I'll back up. Or, or he'll, you know, we, we read each other very well, but then we're into the game so much. And then we get, we get back to the clubhouse and it's like, Damn, we didn't take no videos. We didn't get no pictures. Yeah, yeah. We, didn't get, we didn't get nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're I get it. Right. He <laughs> <laughs> just played for his birthday. Uh, what's the name of the course? Uh, Augusta Pines. Augusta Pines, man. A lot of people come out, and nobody got any pictures or videos of any swings. Are you serious? Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I know. Yeah, so that's on us. I got a I Yeah, y'all dropped the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple, but it's not it's not like what he's talking. It's not like with the with the group of of us, you know what I mean? Like the like the yeah. fellows that we consider part of the nineteenth hole here in Houston. Yeah. We didn't get none of that. Yeah. We had we had a great time. We had fun. <laughs> great shots, couple of good hats. Right. But right, like no, a lot of good know, cigars, some, some good bourbon. You that. Yeah, you had oh, a good yeah. time. So, yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with you because you know we're in our second season now, so I can I can relate mm. when it comes to just you know making sure we got that content to put out there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about this, man. I also want to say thank you because when I first reached out to you. Um, you know, via social media, man. The first thing you said was, "Man, I'd be more than happy to to to, to get with you guys to help grow, to help grow the brand." Right. With that, how is it? How important is it from just a personal standpoint for you to to really dive in and grow this grow this brand or or grow that awareness? It's extremely, you know, it's extremely important to me. I mean, like I told you before, I, you, not all of us can play basketball and football. I think, you know, for the culture, I think it's extremely, I, okay. I, I tell you, I put it to you this way. I just came from um, the Jim Thorpe um, invitational in, in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the, the Jim Thorpe has become, my connection with him, it, he's become a mentor to me. Not, not just a golf mentor, but he's become a life mentor. The things that he's been through, the struggles that he's been through. And I heard a statistic saying that back when he was playing and back when, you know, Calvin Keith, I also met Jim Dent. Uh, back when Jim Dent and, and, and Calvin Peeve and Lee Elders, when they were playing, there were way more black golfers on tour back then than there are now. I mean, you know, you you would think that with, you know, with time, effort and, and awareness of the game and Tiger Woods, that there would be more than just, you know, one Harold Varner or, you know, Kamayu Johnson out there trying to do it or Willie Mack. You know, yeah. there are those they're they're coming up. But I mean, it's I think there should be way more black golfers on tour right now. I'm, it, without a question. Right. right. But it's not that way. So how do we get beyond that? I saw some of the most beautiful pictures, and I took a bunch of pictures over the weekend, fellas. I uh, flew my drone over the over the driving range, and there was nothing but us out there. Ooh, beautiful and sight. It was, and it, it, it was a beautiful thing to see. And I'm there, like, saying, you know, this is what it's all about. 
So I made sure that I had a bunch of interviews. I made sure that I got into people's head. I asked them a few questions, how they started. Usually it was like their parents or their grandparents, right? Um, right. What is it that you like about the game? Oh, it's the challenge. Uh, what are you getting from being here at the Jim Thorpe Invitational? And all of them collectively said it was seeing people who look like us out here swinging the club. I'm a, I, I interviewed Amber uh, Kirkendall. She's saying about how she loves the fact that she's out here with her sisters and brothers and she just feels a vibe. And it just, it was just amazing, man. So, I mean, we, we have the possibilities, right? I mean, we have the potential. We just need more awareness. And by yeah. all means, we need more money. We need to help some of these juniors and some of these professionals out here. Because yeah. some of them can't get to, you know, they can't get to some of the tournaments. They can't afford the entry fees. They can't play some of these golf courses. So it's, it is, it is, it has become a world. It has become a dream for me to, you know, um, share my love for the for the game of golf. You about to say something, Bree? No, man. I just, uh, I wasn't. I'm just listening to what he's saying, man. I'm kind of like in awe, and I want to see some of those pictures and some of those videos, man, because I can only, I can just only imagine. I can only imagine what that looked like. Man, yeah, it was beautiful. And children, to, too. I saw this little seven-year-old girl. I saw this little seven-year-old girl, and oh, my God, she won her, her division. Granted, she was the only one in her division, but when they went back to the stats against some of the boys, she was the only one to secure two eagles on her card. Wow. So it's not like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like wow. she was, okay, I'm the only one in my, and that's why I won. No, she won because she had talent and she had skill. How about that? Mm. So how long have you been uh, participating in that in that Jim Thorpe in Invitational? The, this was the inaugural. Oh, I thought it was the very. This was the very first one. No, this was the very first one. And that's what he was like. You know what? It's time for me to give back. It's time for me. I want to see more of us out there playing golf. I don't mind going out there tearing up some. Yeah. Some yeah. Maybe yeah. the next time we get out there with hackers. <laughs> Baby, get out there with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You know what y'all should do, man? Y'all should come meet me in Atlanta in April 11th for the Deuce Invitational. When is your golf trip? April what? Our golf trip is April 27th. Where? I'm going to get back with you on that. That's, that's in, a possibility. In, in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta? Atlanta. Oh, man. Where y'all playing? Um, whew, so I think the, Wednesday when we come in, we're playing a course by the airport called Wildcat, I believe. Um, we're playing uh, Stone Mountain, I believe, on Saturday. Uh, playing another course called Chateau Chateau something. I know Chateau it's Elon. Chateau Elon. Yep, Chateau yeah. Elon. Yeah, and that's, that's supposed to be beautiful. Chateau Elon, and then uh, Heritage Heritage Golf Links. Okay, yeah, you got some nice golf. You got some nice golf set up. I played Stone Mountain once, but it threw me off because every time I looked up at that big old granite rock, bro. It just asks. <laughs> y'all know what I'm. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I looked up, I was like, "Whoa!" All right. Yeah. But it was. It's a nice. It's a, it's a great course. Right. And then, but um, so, you know, so that's like I said, that's April 27th through May 1st, I believe. Okay. We're actually going to. We're going to Big Cedar. Yeah, uh, but that's in October. We that's should invite you to that. We should link up, guys. I'll come out. I'll come out. We'll. Br I'll bring the cameras and the whole nine, and we'll cut it up. I'll bring some good cigars. We'll cut it up. We got the cigars. See, one thing that you <laughs> is that uh, myself and my business partner we own a cigar lounge, which is where we're filming this podcast right now, called International oh, House. Really. Really, so I'm, I'm gonna send you a gift pack of cigars, my brother. I got you. Oh man, I love International House of Stogie. You know what, man? I 
I would, I want to, there's a few cigar lounges that I want to frequent, right? But I ended up, um, and this is just, I'm taking a mean left right here. I ended up contracting right, something ahead, called, I ended up contracting something called coccidiodomycosis, which oh. is pretty much, I, I inhaled a spore. And since I was such a major, you know, smoker, I used to smoke everything. So if it burned, I go smoke it, right? <laughs> so, bruh, I, I ended up getting <laughs> sick about, about two, about three years ago. It was right after my mom had passed away. I was traveling back and forth from here to Jamaica. And I have five children. I stamina, right? So, so, so I had to bring all of it. them. I had, to, I had to take all of them back and forth, right? I wasn't going to do it one big thing because, you know, some of my children are older and they had stuff to do. So I had to go back and forth. It was a group thing. So by the time it was all, you know, done after we had, you know, laid her to rest, I was exhausted. Mm. So I felt Thanksgiving 2018. I woke up in the morning like, oh, shit shit what was that i felt it i felt it right up in my lung right up under my chest right and i, th I thought i was having like a heart attack or something first i just thought it was you know it was it was gas and then i was like all right let me just try and roll over stretch out and roll over go back to sleep four hours later six o'clock in the morning i had to wake my wife up and be like look i need to go to emergency she knew something was going on because i'm not a you know us we don't we're not going to the emergency just for you know something something right right it was big right it was, i was feeling this pain i went they took and this was right after kim porter had passed away from pneumonia and i was on my way to the to the doctor and i told my to the hospital and i told my wife i said watch this being pneumonia and i'd be damned if it wasn't pneumonia but it was fungal pneumonia it wasn't you know it wasn't like bacteria. It was right. it was a fungus eating its way through my lung. So I ended up in the hospital on my deathbed, man, for like two weeks. And it was not fun, right? And this was right before COVID and all of that. And so I COVID makes me, it kind of trips me out. I don't want nothing to deal with no lung. I don't need none, no lung issues. So I stopped smoking everything else except for cigars because my cigars i don't smoke all the time but i love the flavor of a good connecticut my favorite is a, is a cohiba robusto that's like my my favorite of all time now i'm starting to get off into these monte cristos i got an 1875 reserve that is just that has been my favorite i went to the smoke shop the other day and i said let me get them all i took them all yeah. bro yeah <laughs> i took them all right <laughs> so i can't sit in a smoke shop i can't sit in a lounge because it's just you know all the smoke, unless it has extremely good ventilation. But I'll sit right. out on the porch and I'll smoke some cigars with you guys, man, for sure. Yeah. I mean, say less, say less. Man. Coming. We coming to it's a vibe, isn't it? It really is. It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Say less, man, because we, man, we we're coming to Cali. You could be, you could believe that. We gonna, we gonna have to link up. Oh um, no, without a doubt, y'all ain't getting rid of me now. You don't know what you done. You done fucked up. You done came into my life. I done met y'all. So now we're friends. We're friends for fucking life. All right? Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's, Let's go. go. I'm going to hold you I tell to you, because seriously, right? Like, golf is one of those things where you can meet some of the coolest people, man. Yeah. And you, I have formed lifelong relationships on the golf course. It's more than just finishing the 18 holes. It's how do we grow this thing? How do we spend more time playing golf, doing this kind of shit that we love doing? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, going fucking nine to five bullshit job, fucking around with your coworkers and bullshit. Come on, man. <laughs> but Come that's on. honestly, man, that's you say that that connection, because that's how we we got close, right? I came in, I came into the lounge, me and my brother-in-law. When we first joined this lounge, he was just, he was always just 
it's a cool camp. Welcome in the young guys. May y'all come back to the lounge, smoke one, chill, meet the fellas, eat, drink. And then it was like, I said one day, I mean, I was playing golf or something like that. And they were like, oh, shit, you play? It was like, yeah. Let's and, go. And we just ain't look back. We ain't look yeah. back. No, you just, you know, yeah. you exchange that number. Hey, man, I got a tea time. You want to play? Yeah, sure. Let's jump out there. I mean, you know how it is. It's yeah. Just, yeah, I do. My best is, friend is, is that well, I, have, I have a couple of really good, good friends in my life. Thank God. You know, um, but my best friend out here in Hollywood is Brumman, Reggie Ballard. Okay. All right. So he's, he's my cat. And that's how we really grew our relationship was through golf. We had known each other for years. He had did an, he did an episode of a different world. First time I met him, we were at a, um, we were at a, a PSA commercial audition. Neither one of us got it, but he, you know, I was like a, I was a gang member that took out one of his guys, and and we were all at the funeral, <laughs> and we were sitting around the 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 uh, the coffin, and he's looking at me, I'm looking at him, and we laughing, and then he just went like, you know, because he's he's upset, right? He's the opposite opposing gang member, so he just went, you know, and he grabbed me by the neck, man, and literally I looked like this, and I looked at him, and I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> and we just from that moment on we have been have we been close so we've been talk we talked over the years and then all of a sudden I walk on the set of of Bernie Mac and there he is I didn't know he was going to be there and there he was I was like yo my man what's going on and then we started talking about golf on that the first day right start talking about golf with bernie and he bernie plays and blah 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 right so he's like yo let's go play we've been playing ever since 2001 and now it's 2022 so we've been playing golf for 20 plus years bro wow the game is the game is amazing look at that you think you could you think you can hang with me for 20 plus no, years? No, bro. I'm struggling with that. My God. My God. Man, so I want to know, like, what's in – so we ask this to everybody, man. What's in the bag? What are you hitting with? Let's let's go. Putter through driver. Let me hear it. Putter. I got a tailor-made spider, right? <laughs> and I got the spider – I've had this spider for about four years now, and it was dying on me. Then I sent it to my guy, Pro-Am Putters, and he refurbished the putter, and he customized it. I get my Hackerish logo on it. I got my my uh, Jamaican flag on it. I got that. Um, pitching wedge, not pitching wedge, um, chip, uh, ripcore, uh, Cleveland. I, I love it. 60 degree. Um, uh, pitching wedge to driver is sim. I love the, the sim. I just like the way they hit. They hit them. They hit pretty pure. Um, and and I got hybrids from five, four, and three because I can't hit an iron. I have five hybrid, a five hybrid, four hybrid, and a three hybrid, and they're sim as well. And then the driver is, you know, driver is sim, sim all the way. So that's that's what's in the bag. Gotcha, gotcha. So what would you say right now is probably? Let me get let me get three things that's part of your game that you really want to focus on. My driver, man, my driver is suspect. It's just not you know, consistent. So that's, that's one. Yeah. Number two is I'd like to hit the ball longer. So I've, well, farther, I should say. Yeah. So I've been working on, um, club head speed, right. And rotation. Uh, I'm older. I don't know, you know, you, you guys, Warren, you said you grew up watching me on TV, so you you already know I'm a I'm a little older, right? So my hips, my hips ain't as flexible as they used to be, and they don't get out the way as quickly as I would like them to. Do you work out? But I do. 
I yeah. do. I try to, but I need to do more because I'm older. I need to do more um, stretching. I need yeah. to be more more flexible. I tell all the guys, man. I tell all the guys, yoga. If you look at that, my daughter. Yoga. My daughter is check out. I know you guys are on on IG. Check out yeah. Namaste Marley Ray. Namaste okay. Marley Ray. Ray is R A E, right? But check out Namaste Marley Ray. That's my daughter. She is a certified yoga instructor. And when I tell you she is a beast, she is a beast. But yeah. I just I don't know, old man. Old man Ralph just not I don't know, man. But I do. You're right. I need to do more 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 flexibility. More more, you know, stretching yeah. and, and yoga. You're right. Because I did a movie. I did a movie called Rebound. And it was an HBO movie with Don Cheadle, um, Eric LaSalle and all of that, right? So we did Michael Beach. It was an amazing movie. There were so many people in that movie, right? But every morning. Um, we had a yoga instructor come by and I had never been more flexible in my life and more just, you know, feeling good, more in shape in my life, man. Yeah. Through yoga. Yeah. I did it for two months, two months every morning. And then for whatever reason, I stopped. So you said, so you said consistent on the driver. Yes. Said, uh, wanting to get, uh, more distance. From your more distance, number three, and I want to, and I want to drain more putts. Hmm. And putting is, yeah. yeah, putting is, and you know it's so funny because putting is you use your putter the most out of any club out of your bag. Yep, Good. ever. I mean, when do you hit a driver twice on a hole? You don't, right? But you will hit your putter twice. You try to hold. You would like to. Sometimes you use it four times. You know, you get on in regulation and your four putt. Absolutely. So we need to, we need to, and it's free. You ain't got it. You got some balls out of your bag and drop them, yeah. you know, on the green and you prat. I mean, but no, we want to go buy a hundred range balls and hit a driver all, all goddamn day. day. We don't yeah. need that. Come on. Drive, yeah. drive for show. Let the big dog eat. Yeah, yeah let the big dog eat. That's yeah. a, oh, girls love the long ball and all that bullshit. Yeah. I want the money. I want the money. I want. I want drive for show, putt for dough. That is. Let's let's go. Let's so, go. what I, I'd like to change my game, chipping. Spend more time chipping and putting. Right. I'm out. I'm out there trying to give it everything I got. Tee it up. Let the big dog eat. Let him eat. Let him eat. Let the dog eat. Yeah, isn't yeah. it crazy? Yeah, it is. Right. You end up We've, with a 99 on your car. There's been times. There's been times we've been out playing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stroke. I'm trying to let him eat. And he'll he'll be like, why did you hit a driver on that hole? Like, there was no need. 298, 300-yard par 40. There's yeah, no right. need. All down the left side. Let it be. That's the other thing, right? I mean, it's a, it's that's one of the wonderful things about the game is that you got to think. You, you you literally have to think your way around a course. I was I, we I spoke to a lot of professionals over the last weekend, and one of them was saying, you know, you, you, first of all, it's a game against yourself. You're yeah. playing against yourself as much as you're competing against your boys to have a low score. Yeah. You really are playing against yourself, and then secondly, you're playing against the course, right? That's that's a whole nother in my videos. That's a whole nother character. The course is a whole nother character, right? Because yeah. no matter how many times you play a course, you could play that same course day after day after day. Your approach is going to be different for every hole. Every hole. It's going to yeah. be depending on where that ball ends up. It's always going to be different depending on your lie, depending on the wind, depending on whatever it is. It's never the same thing. And then thirdly, you're playing against your boys. 
they, they come last. But for us, we want to immediately we walk on the first team. All right, how much we betting? All right, <laughs> how much? How much? Yeah, you go. How many strokes you gonna give me? Oh, right. All that bullshit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah. You gotta, and then that takes your your mind away. Well, you're gone. You're not even thinking about what it is that you have to achieve and whatever challenges that you're coming up against. It's absolutely, yeah. I love, I love. I was a, uh, I was a straight bogey golfer up until about a year and a half ago. I could, it was hard for me to break 90. I, I just wouldn't do it. And a guy came on the show last year and gave us the best advice for me that I heard. He said that they play the hole backwards. And that just changed. Uh-huh. So like if I hit a shot, so it's like, what do I want? What do I want my approach shot to be? Right. You know, where exactly. do I want the approach shot to be? So that's how I kind of look at it. Now I shoot the 80s all the time. It's no problem. I've yet to break yeah. 80 yet, but it's on the way. Yeah. So yeah, with, that, yeah. with that, Reed, what would you say your, your three things you want to uh, For me, I would say it's that, uh, you know, it's all a short game for me, man. Putting, my putting has got to improve. You know, I average probably two point whatever puts, you know, per round. So for me, mm-hmm. it's a putting, it's a, you know, chipping and pitching and the pro shot, you know, because I can hit the ball. Me me hitting the ball, I can hit the irons, but for some reason, my short game, I just don't have that touch around the green. I need to, I need to find it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I would say, I would say number one is definitely mental for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we can attest to this. Like I have a, I have a very hard time staying consistent mentally throughout around the golf. And what I mean by that is it's like I could come off a bogey or par and it's like the next hole I make double. And I'm like, God, fuck. you know, I'm just, I'm right. I don't want to say like the wheels have fallen off, but it's almost like it has. So now I'm putting pressure, yeah. more pressure on myself yeah. to like, okay, I, I got to par this hole. And then when that doesn't happen, I start to carry hole after hole after hole after hole instead of saying, you know what, man, let me just let it go. You know, you had this. This was good. Tee shot was good. Approach shot was good. Carry that to the next hole. And then maybe, you know, you'll, you know, you may, you know, par or even, you know, bogey the hole, yeah. which is fine. So, well, do you do that in your life? Do you do that in your in your life? Let's say, you, you know, you have a bad day. Do you carry that bad day on to the next day? No, I don't. No. See? Okay, golf to me is the closest out of any sport that I've ever played. It's the closest closest correlation to life out of any sport that I've ever played. Right. If you're if you're if you're a cheater, you're gonna cheat on the golf course. If you're a cheater in life, you're gonna you're gonna use the foot wedge, you're gonna be that guy, right? right if yeah. you're a kind of guy who can block all of the nonsense out and really concentrate on your game and focus. You're usually going to do that for your, your your golf game. You're usually going to focus from number one hole to 18, right? You can do that. So I, I say to you, practice what you – if you don't do that in your regular life, then why do you do that in your golf course? I think those are some of the questions that you might need to ask yourself, you know. Learn something new every day. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Second yeah, thing. Yeah, Absolutely. Second thing I need to work on is just more consistent approach shots because I can hit my irons fairly decent, but it's like I'm 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 giving that stroke away when I'm not I'm not hitting I'm not hitting that approach shot whether it be you know 150 140 whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, is chipping. I want to I want to be able to get up and down without yeah you know, blading it or, yep. you know, missing the chip yeah. or that or that yep. chip shot is too far away. Now I may have to three putt mm-hmm. instead of staying within my two putt range. Uh-huh. I want to be able to get up and down consistently. consistently. Do you, do you practice? Yes. The chipping and putting, I practice. <laughs> chipping and putting, I practice. <laughs> Chipping, chipping and putting, I do practice. I mean, I can just be in the house, just yeah. working on that, working on that form. You know, just yeah. stand back, wrist forward. Right. I, I do that all day. Okay. Uh, okay. But the but as far as practice, practice like going to the range, hitting that iron, the driver. Nah. 
I need to, I need yeah. to do more of that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my issue for sure. Is I just I just don't have the time. You know, yeah. I mean, I got yeah. remarried and I got two small kids. I got an eight and a five year old, and they're all about you know all their sports. Like my five year old likes to play golf. And uh, we've been, you know, going out and doing it again. He's a beast, man. He's he's a beast. So he he drains long putts. He hits it. But we don't go out consistently because of, you know, my time. So we're going to change all that. And I'm, I'm going to go from hackerish to scratcherish in, in no time. No time. They, when they, whenever the first time y'all see me. First time we play, I'm going to be scratcherish. Okay? I was just I was just going to say that. I want to be there. We want to be there when you make the transition. <laughs> so, okay, when the camera, sure. so when the camera's rolling, I want to look right into it and say, hey, <laughs> I was here. He just he just went from hackerish to scratches. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then I want to show the card. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I think, you know, there. I think I think we have me. Brumman and you two, I think, would be a phenomenal golf uh, outing, man. I really, I really do. I think we need to put that together because my man Brumman is from Galveston. Is he really? Word. He's from Galveston. Yeah. Oh wow. I got a couple of buddies from um this guy named um Kenneth Bernie, Par Three Boys, Par Three Boys Golf. You need to check them guys out. Um, they're from Houston. Okay. I got some. I got. Some, I got some Texas people, y'all. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's do it, man. Let's not talk about it. Let's let's be about it. Let's, let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make let's it be happen. about it. Yeah. Um, man, we're we're just about at time, man. I I really do value you coming on, sharing your experiences, um, and just helping us. You, know, you, vice versa, man. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna share. I wanna collab. I wanna grow the game, grow the awareness, however we can. Um, Absolutely. We always say, you know, everybody eats, man. We got a, we got a circle here, man. It's just so phenomenal. When somebody's doing something, we all get behind that individual. And I want us to do the same thing. Um, I said, I I I wasn't going to talk too much about the acting because this is about golf, but I, I, it's, it's, it's burning (laughs) up and I I have to, Um, how was it? How was it to be around the late great uh, Bernie back, especially oh, off together? Mm. Bernie was one of the most welcoming, honest, approachable human beings that you would ever meet in your life. When yes, I sir. booked the show, when I booked the show, uh, Kalita Smith, Kalita Smith and I were who played Bernie's wife. We were friends before the show. So um, she said, come on, you you got on. So you got to come meet Bernie. So we went to Bernie's dressing room and, and Kalita says, hey, this is Michael Ralph. This is Bernie Mac. And Bernie says, uh, he says, uh, yeah, yeah, I heard you was clever. I heard, I heard you funny. You're funny. OK, we're going to see and I said, damn, okay, all right, nice to meet you too, Bernie. But you get on set with Bernie, and he makes you feel so comfortable, and he makes you feel so free that some people don't want you to be. I've worked with some people who don't want you to be funnier than them. You know, you get on set, and they're like, yeah, nah, let's they go to their producers and be like, yeah, let's take that joke out. That she's too, he's too funny, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I know who I'm dealing with. Bernie wasn't like that. He said, yeah. Bernie, Bernie said to me, Bernie said to me, if you can be fu- if you think you can be funnier than me, then you go ahead and you do you do whatever it is you can. And I was doing one episode called Kelly's Heroes. And Bernie and I got him. I said, I was doing something and I and I got him and they used it. They used it. Bernie, Bernie looked at me and he was like, he had to hold the laugh, you know what I mean? He had to hold it in, and I was like, God. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So he was just, he was such, he was such a joy to work with, man. So the stories that he had, 
Well, I'll come back on the show if you guys invite me back, man, and we'll talk Bernie Mac and we'll talk Bernie sure, stories. Sure. Or you, could, or you could just save those. Or you could just save those for the golf course. You could just save those. No, for the there course. you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got a hilarious. I golfed with Bernie, and I got a hilarious joke about me and bro man with him on the golf course. <laughs> no doubt, man. Reason, you got anything else, man? Man, uh, I wanted to ask him about the Bogey Brothers, but uh, we'll save that. We'll save. We'll save I, I want to know which one of those guys is the better golfer, but we'll save it. We'll save that for next time. They're both. Bums. <laughs> both, both of them. Two punch of Corey and Bogey Smalls. They're bums. But I love them. But I love them. They're my brothers. I yeah. love them. No doubt. No doubt. They help, and they help me grow my, you know, just like, you know, we're, we're, we're collabing right here. They reached yeah. out to me and they were like, yo, bro, let's let's collab. Let's do some things. And and they've helped me immensely. So love. No Big up to the Morgan brothers. We'll, we'll say less, man. We got to get them on the show then. Say less. Man, sure. Mike, I, Mr. Ralph, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, we're, this, this will not be the last time you have my word Absolutely. on that. Absolutely. Hats off to you guys, too. Hats off Hats to off. you guys, man. Um, we're signing out again. I'm the host. I'm your host with the most, Warren Hardy, Jeezy, my partner in crime, the golfer bro himself, Mr. Michael Ralph, aka Hackerish Golf, soon to be Scratchish. Scratcherish. Scratcherish. Man, thanks a lot, and we'll be in touch. I have your number. Absolutely. Please keep in touch. Thank you guys for everything. Let's grow this game. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th the 19th hole. I'm at the 19th hole, fellowshipping with a few folks. My game was on, so I won by a few strokes. Cognac and a few totes. We gon' talk about our views and let the news post. Whether a hole in one or a triple bogey. Sit down at the round table, get to know me. Black excellence, living holy. Golf carts get driven slowly while we picking stogies. We at the clubhouse for another episode. The shoes I wear when I play, they are retros. I got reach out in Pebble Beach. Find cigars and some leather seats, and you can let us be. You can meet me at the 19th hole, or you can beat me there. Long as you know, you gon' see me there. Golf podcast for us. You can zoom in. You know where we'll be. Won't you tune in? Meet me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. You can beat me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole.